Listeners are advised, this podcast contains spoilers. Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcasts. February 20th, 2009, and welcome to this week's episode of Drag Race Debates, a kiki with a kick. I'm your debate master for today's fight, Yolanda Nina Pickle. And before I start, we want to say a huge thank you again to Amali Golden for letting us use her fabulous song, Knock You Out. Be sure to check out her music on iTunes, Spotify, and where all good music is sold. So to kick off our little water cooler show, I should probably introduce today's pitiful power pair. In the lace front corner, she's everybody's favourite living embodiment of irritable bowel syndrome. It's Mimi Kaka. Get the cleanup crew ready, because this boy's going out with the truck. <laughs> Versus the representative from the leather corner. You know him as Rose Carla Glasses, but we know him as Freckle Face Fart Machine. It's Rose Carla Glasses. Thanks, Yolanda. I'm going to fart in her general direction. I'll try and absorb the sound from the jugular. <laughs> Excellent. You two look feral as heck, so we won't keep you much longer. Now, to quickly race through the rules, our fierce fighters will go boob to boob for five fights. Each fight will contain three phases. Go make your statement, girl, which will contain their pre-written statements. Shake your rebuttal, should be self-explanatory, which leads us to Oh No, Debater Don't, where our master debaters will come at each other, wigs off and fake nails cemented down to defend their stance, all the while debunking and devaluing their opposition's point of view. At the end of each round, players will be judged based on how much crap they pulled out in terms of comedy, rebuttal, argument and passion. So without Without wasting any more time, let the saucy smackdown begin. Are you ready, fighters? This bitch got crabs, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Round one. Category is, which of the nine queens from this first season is the hottest out of drag? Mimi, who gets your blood racing? I really couldn't go past Angina. For the whole season, she's been nothing but beautiful and endearing. And this crosses over to the male self as well. Okay, Rose, who do you find too hot to handle? I've prepared a little poll. <laughs> Rose is a red, Rang is a blue, Chanel is the hottest of all the dudes. Sexily confident with eyes that could pierce, and an ass that is fab. Not flab, yes, it's fierce. <laughs> got a little bit of puke in my mouth right now. <laughs> Ooh, it just got a bit hot in here. Mimi, shake your rebuttal. Chanel so isn't worth poetry. I don't know what you're thinking, man, but she's not worth it. Both in the female self and the male self. Wouldn't even go there. And now it just got a bit cold in here. Rose, it's your turn. As much as I love Angina, which you called Angina, by the way, and that almost gave me a heart attack, but I can't help but think if you were to put a moustache and monocle on her, she would just look like the Monopoly man. <laughs> All right, fighters, it's time. Unleash your Krakens. Ding, ding. Okay, now, pretty is nice, but it sure is not different. Different is what it's about. And Chanel is different. She's powerful. She's strong. She's stoic. She's confident. She's gorgeous. Got the thick shoulders and the thick neck. I don't think Chanel is that fit when it comes down to it. I honestly don't think so. I don't think Chanel is that unique either. I think Chanel is a grumpy old... But she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't work it. She's not unique. She's boring as all hell. And she, you know what? She could probably just bugger off out of the competition and figure it out for herself in the real world. I don't think this competition has a place for her. I don't think she is best looking either. Onjana is absolutely gorgeous, both as a female and a male. 
and not only aesthetically gorgeous, but also the character. A childish gorgeous. character, sure. And especially with the height. Like, that's... I'm sorry, but I'm short myself, so I'm looking for someone who's a little bit taller, who's a little bit broader, who reminds me of King Kong carrying Anne Darrow up the top of the Empire State Building. Then why I'm didn't sorry, you pick Nina Flowers? I'm because I picked Chanel, because Chanel has those eyes. And that's the thing with Chanel, is you hate to see her go, but you love to watch her leave. True, I do like watching her leave. Her ass is tight as fuck, but that's about as all that is tight about Chanel. That is about all of it. Angina has it um, all. Hello, are we watching the same show here? Look are we watching the same show here? cute, sprightly, little attitude, fun-loving. Yes, the heavy. best friend. That's the friend zone. That's the friend zone you were talking about. Not the, not the hottest, not the sexiest. It's not who who do you want to, to take home with you at the end of the day? No, I want to take somebody home that has a good personality. I'm not in it just for the butt. Then why are you friends with me? Yeah. <laughs> we both went for the same thing. <laughs> Which swimsuit calendar would you have up on your wall? Would you have the hot manly man with the nice chest and the nice arms and the thick neck? Or would you have the one that looks like a child? Because what's going to get you in trouble at the end of the day? Well, I've actually got New York taxi drivers on my calendar, but that's okay. Oh, really? Can I have that when you're finished? <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. They're not the firefighter one. It's like meant to be like a joke on the whole sexy people. So they've gotten like you know these fifty-year-olds and eighty-year-old cab drivers to do these sexy photos. And have you heard of it? No, but I repeat my question. <laughs> and <laughs> well, guess what you're getting next year for Christmas? Look, I would totally hang out. I would have slumber parties galore with on China, because that's what girlfriends are for. But I cannot at all imagine her, uh, sorry, imagine Ryan, the male version, as your boyfriend. So I'm sorry, I cannot swallow this answer for one bit. Chanel is definitely the hottest in the competition. Nina Flowers, a close second. Oh, well, actually, then if we're chucking secondaries in there, perhaps my other one would be Rebecca. But uh, again, that gorgeous, subtle cuteness. And those pumped up lips. Yeah, but still gorgeous, then I totally would still go for Angina. Like, I'm just so into that gorgeous, cute little attitude that's going on. The playfulness, the cheekiness, and actually, like, really cute looking too. Like, all well and good. They might be a shorty, but, you know, that's all right. I don't mind. They can just come up to me and stick their head in my titties instead. Be the perfect height at all They time. say that opposites attract, so I can see why you want someone with a personality. But I'm married and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, that round goes to you for the epic mic drop moment at the end. I award you four points for that, and Rose, you got two. Ooh, Before we move points. on to our se- pity points, that's exactly what they are. Before we move on to the second round, we're going to take a quick break and an aspirin. Good day, listeners. Rose Carla Glasses here. While our master debaters attending to their wounds, I thought now would be a great time to spill my guts. Well, not my guts, the fully fabulous Kristen Johnston's, whose hilarious yet harrowing memoir Guts details her roller coaster ride through all the excesses of Hollywood and the toll it can take on even the fiercest of bitches. 
Keijo has shed all pretense by opening up her heart and soul in this gripping tale which will leave readers reaffirmed of their own inner strength and ability to kick some ass in this world. You may know her as Sally Solomon or Joan Collins's Bed Rocky and Daughter, but once you've dived into Kristen's guts, you'll come to know that she's nothing short of a warrior. Available now where all good books are sold, and the best part is, it might be 2009 today, but the book doesn't come out until 2013, so you're getting a book from the future. Grab your copy of Guts today. That was Amali Golden, and welcome back to Drag Race Debates, a kiki with a kick. The competition is well underway, with Mimi on four points and Rose on two points. So undo those over-the-shoulder boulder holders, and let's get on with round two. The category is Best Rue Look So Far, Suits Included. Rose, you can go first this time. Okay, now when it comes to Rue Looks in these past few episodes, obviously we've had some lovely outfits, we've had some nice suits, and some gorgeous dresses. However, only one blew me away. When Rue walked out onto the runway in episode two, my breath was took. I started sweating, my knees went weak, my body was overtaken with hot flashes, and I'm still not sure if it was Rue's dress or am I going through menopause? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Mimi, give us your opening statement. So, my best Rue look for this season so far has got to be in this episode. I really couldn't go past it. She looked absolutely delicious, delectable, and edible. And it felt like there was a cool summer breeze. Rose, shake your rebuttal. Yes, honey, that breeze came from driving through the car wash. Mimi, rebut that. It was just a blue dress. I think it was terrible. I don't even know what was going on. It was almost like, as, like I feel like it, it was like way too hygienic. The whole lot was mega, mega plasticky and ugly and would have done a good job at cleaning you up off the floor. Are we still talking about Rue or are we talking about you? Okay, fighters, it's time to go at it. Bullshit, those pirates down the front. And the, the sash, it was gorgeous. That was a, that pageant dress to the heavens. Absolutely stunning. Her makeup was on point. It didn't make her look at all like it did in the first episode with that awful lighting. The hair, stunning. It matched. Everything was perfect. Elevens, elevens, elevens across the board. I don't know. To me, that outfit just screamed... It was blue. <laughs> yeah, a pooey blue. It was a disgusting blue. I don't know what she was thinking. She could have done such a better job. Or, well, whoever designed that dress could have done a better job for Rue. I don't know. I just can't stand it. It just felt very, very ugly. Uh, I've got to say, Rue's dress totally looked like Aquaman had fucked a Christmas tree. I don't know what happened with that dress, but it all went south. Okay, now that's a video that is on regular rotation on my Pornhub. Thank you very much. So what is the problem with that? Well, I still prefer fucking Sherbet than fucking... Well, Kimball. it looks to me like you prefer fucking the Monopoly man. Oh, I do like fucking Ongina, thank you very much. I think Ongina is gorgeous. But I ain't going for Aquaman. 
and I ain't going for It's only 2009. We have no idea what the Aquaman movie is going to look like <laughs> since it's still eight years guys, away. Guys, guys. So I have no idea how you know this. <laughs> okay, guys, Aquaman that's enough. has existed for ages. Guys, guys, that's enough. This is not about Jason Moore. Okay, the only place Rue is going to be able to wear that red fringe dress... Mind you, it wasn't red. It was magenta and pink, so go suck Only if you buy me dinner first. Sorry, I got the (laughs) colour wrong. That's how disinteresting the dress was. The only place she could wear that pink and magenta dress is the Western Saloon. No way. She could wear that with the go-go girls. She could wear that out for dinner. She could wear that to a birthday party. She could wear that anywhere. That dress looks like it should be wrapped around an antique couch. There's nothing better than Nana's place. Maybe for mothballs and curdled milk. See, maybe that's why I like it. Because it makes me comfortable and cosy and pay homage to our So you're saying her dress makes her look old. Whereas my dress makes her look stunning. I never said it makes her look old. What I said, it was reminiscent of those things and I was paying homage to our elders. Hmm. I think the pinkness made it vibrant. I think the flickiness made it very cutesy. I really enjoyed it. I just thought it was super tactile, super It was super tacky. And super delicious. Oh, come off it. That dress looked like a kitten got into her linen closet. And what could be cuter than kittens? Pussies. Yeah, it wasn't super tacky. (laughs) The blue thing was tacky. It looked like it was spewed out of a whale. (laughs) Okay, after that fight, it was just too tough to call. Well, do you want to give me the points? You guys were just equally matched. bullshit. I was robbed. So you both get two points. So, Mimi, that puts you on six points, and Rose, it puts you on four points. So unfair. Now, this week, (laughs) young Rebecca Glasscock caused a bit of a stir in the workroom. So, the category is, is Rebecca misunderstood? Mimi, your opening statement, please. I most definitely do not think that Rebecca is misunderstood. It makes absolutely no sense to me as to why she would be. She might not be comfortable there. She might be nervous there, but she's definitely not misunderstood. Rose, it's your turn for your opening statement. Now, as somebody who is often the one person that the whole other group of people don't like, I can in a way relate. And while I won't necessarily go on about how Rebecca Glasscock is either an angel or a devil, since that is not the question here, I have to wonder where this narrative comes from if we haven't directly seen something she has done which is either nasty, rude, or cold. So I have to wonder, reality TV loves to showcase such drama. So I propose to you that Rebecca is in fact misunderstood, but not for anything she's doing, because the other queens simply have a chip on their shoulder about her. Mimi, shake your rebuttal. The other queens? What are you talking about? Wouldn't they be the best judge of character for this? Rose, it's your turn to rebut. Well, then it's time for her to get comfortable. This is a competition. This is not RuPaul's comfort race. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fighters. Oh, no, debater, don't. Ding, ding. Clearly, those other queens have a problem with her, and they just don't want to know it. That's, you know, this is what happens when bitches get together. There is always that one friend. Don't you think, though, if there's that many other people that have a problem with one individual, 
that it might be that one individual. And don't you think maybe they're sharing little conspiracies with each other and maybe egging themselves on, enabling each other? So you reckon they're all in it together just to get Rebecca out? Well, I think all it takes is for one, maybe two people to have a problem with someone, for them to bring it up and to be able to sway the other people against them. Do you really think it was only two out of all the other contestants that had a problem with No, I think it only needed to be one. (laughs) Well, there you go. If it only needed to be one, then why do you think that she is misunderstood? It makes no sense to me at all. She is definitely not misunderstood. I think she represents her character perfectly within the season. I think she has little minor issues, and most of them are probably confidence-related. But I don't think so. You you understand her. You understand that, and you think she is nasty and manipulating. I'm not sure how. We really don't have enough to be able to to gather that. I think she just perhaps cries the victim too much and then uses that to her advantage when it then comes to competition time. She has not cried the victim once. No, but it's the resting bitch face and the sulkiness and the disappointing attitude that she has and that kind of um, wanting solace in herself and all this sort of stuff that I think perhaps is just part of her character. Yeah, so I ask again, why are you friends with me? (laughs) (laughs) Because I like taking care of people. Come to me, rest in my bosom. (laughs) 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 All right, throwback, we get it. Do you really think all the other contestants are ganging up on her and just making this massive bitch fight? Like... Honestly, it just makes no sense. I get how girls can get together and they can, like, gang up on people, but I don't think that's what's happening in this case. I do not think so. It seems way too genuine for it to be all of them ganging up on her. I agree. Rebecca does seem very genuine. You can always tell with these shows when someone has an ulterior motive, okay? You can always see, you can always see that twinkle in their eye. I do not see that little evil twinkle in her eye at all. No, I don't think she has an evil twinkle in her eye, and that's exactly why I don't think she's misunderstood, because I think she is just a little bit bland and boring and doesn't really quite get it and isn't confident enough and isn't comfortable there either. I think that it's not a gang up. I think she isn't misunderstood. She's just a little bit you boring. You can see it. She is being pushed aside by the rest of them. They're all happy with each other. They all like each other, but at least one of them has a problem with Rebecca, so they all have a problem with Rebecca. It is Regina, George, all over again. Baby is pushing herself in the corner. Baby is not Nobody puts Baby in a corner. corner. She is pushing herself. Walks up. She walks away from a situation that she doesn't feel comfortable in. As you pointed out, she is not comfortable there. And what would not be making her comfortable? Hmm, perhaps the five other bitches in the room that are shooting her daggers all day. That are trying to shatter her glass cock. Everybody needs a break. Yeah, I don't blame her for needing a break. Because she's got five other bitches to, to contend with. And she is one person. And it is easy to say, well, if everyone has a problem with you, but what if people just don't understand you and they don't want to understand you? Yeah, but if people...
repeat that. I don't know if that's a thing. I think all of these queens are more than happy to get to know each other and mostly because they want to compete with each other and know where each other's weaknesses are. I think she's excluding herself. I don't think they're Well, she is in her. a competition. I she's in she's a competition. She's focused. Why shouldn't she want to win? That's a couple of bucks in her pocket. No, she should want to win, but I don't, I don't think she's doing a good enough job here. I don't think she's doing a good enough job to win at all. I don't think that what is being represented to us is necessarily that far from the truth. I think she was stoic, she was uncomfortable, and I think the other contestants have this figured out. And she just isn't suitable for it, and she's definitely not misunderstood. If they're sitting there, and I'm sure even the kindest of our girls who would actually go up and speak to Rebecca and say, hey, can I give you some support? Do you need anything? I reckon she's just there shutting them down because she just doesn't want to be there. She's not interested and she's definitely not Okay, interested. now firstly, on a competition level, Rebecca is the only contestant who is not relying on her personality to get her through here. She is trying. She's made her own dresses. She's tried different things with her makeup. But also, that aside, out of all the queens, in this week's episode, which aired the other day, when Angina broke down in tears, maybe joyous tears, who was the first and only queen to lower down to help her up and to congratulate her. She didn't. She bent down, down to help her up she and she congratulated her straight away. I think. Did you see how long that took? Did you see? Two how and a half seconds. Took? I think that was. She didn't really. Two and a half that. seconds. Uh, Two and a half seconds. It was her instant reaction. She looked really awkward. She's standing there with her balls up inside of her. They're all awkward. She did what she could to help her friend out in six inch heels and she said congratulations. She was the only person who showed Angina any sort of love, any sort of plaudits for her efforts. Hey, when Angina walked back down the runway to the other girls, she got embraced by the other girls there as well. I will agree with you that the other two contestants, other than Rebecca standing up on stage, didn't really make much of an no, effort to provide Angina with any solace. So who's they the didn't. cold one? Who is the cold I one there? Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. that, well, honestly, I think they're all a bit cold. I And I will tell you in the next question exactly who I think is the coldest. However, I don't think that Rebecca Rebecca really wanted to do that. I felt she was put in an awkward position and felt like she needed to. But even aside from that, I don't really understand how Rebecca puts herself in... I feel, honestly, I feel that Rebecca puts herself... I think she is totally using the other queen's coldness to her advantage and she's swaying people's opinions just like she's swaying Girlfriend, yours. the only thing that's swaying is that glass cock. Can I get an amen? Who the fuck is amen? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. That's enough of that. It's time for the scores. In that round, Rose owned it. Absolutely smashed Mimi's statement to bits. So Mimi, you only got one point, and Rose, you picked up three points. Stick that in your zigzag. We only have two more rounds to go. So while we're all hot and bothered, round four category is best runway. Rose, you get to go first. Yet again showcasing her flair for the dramatic, the whimsical, the sultry, and the theatrical, coupled with my own affinity for juggling, my vote for best runway this week goes to Chanel and that ass. Best runway? (laughs) Mimi, it's time for your statement. 
For the best runway this week, I couldn't go past Bibi. Again, she brought that beautiful African queen with her. She had gorgeous diamantes and she had the look reminiscent of a zebra, but I liked it. This week, I couldn't go past Bibi. Rose, blah, blah, blah. Shake your rebuttal. I have to wonder, though, with her titty hanging out, was that outfit 20% off? <laughs> Mimi, it's your turn to rebut. Well, I wonder, with Chanel's outfit, was that 90% off? <laughs> <laughs> I led myself into that one. Yeah. I laid down on my sword. That, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> you get that one, that, that rebuttal. Okay, fighters, I think this is going to be a good one. Oh, no, debater, don't. This isn't for the circus, mate. We're not doing circus tricks. No, but it is a show. It is a runway show. And you go to any fashion runway, any fashion week, and you will see fireworks. You will see jugglers. You will see stilts. You will see dancers. You will see all sorts of rigmarole because people are putting on a show circus tricks it is a show that is what a runway show is so all chanel did was brought the runway to the runway well, normally it's a company fancy that eh main Jeez. runway stars normally you find that off to the side or separate to the main people on the runway so again i don't see how this is working in your favor the main event was the jiggle with the juggle i runway queens with expensive taste i want to be impressed and well uh, hello super suitcase full of super couture ring any bells juggling with those three clubs isn't very impressive i would have been impressed with like say maybe eight clubs or like <laughs> swords or fire juggling but the kind of juggling she did with those clubs was just kind of amateur okay have you not seen the shitty warehouse that they are in juggling fire in there hello not a good idea, honey. That place would go up in flames instantly, just like Bibi's outfit went up in smoke. It was a disaster. It was tacky. It was skanky. She goes on this whole thing of, oh, I'm not doing an African thing, and then comes out in a leopard print. Well, it was a unique type of print. It certainly wasn't exactly a leopard print. Like, I would just much prefer... I don't... Wait, okay, wait. Did you say skanky? Skanky is so not... A... When was that skanky? There was, like, one boob out. Skanky. Yours was total skank. From the boob to the toe, the whole way around, that screen skank. Like, I think Bibi was so moderately dressed in comparison to your skank. Chanel's outfit was sexy circus burlesque. It was a look. It is a thing. You can go to a sexy circus burlesque. I, I, I didn't see the burlesque. I'm, I must have missed the burlesque. Um, I'm sorry, I did not see burlesque at all. Hello? Chanel looks like she fell into a latex hammock. <laughs> of course you would say that. Jeez. <laughs> That's <laughs> like the next thing I thought of. <laughs> what could be more glamorous than diamonds and a little bit of uh, black and white print? I just think that the gorgeous appeal that this queen brought to the runway with a cute little hat and then pulling that off and there was a cute... A shower cap. It was a shower dress. cap. That was not a hat. That was a shower okay, so, cap. so um, do you have a diamond encrusted shower cap? Yes. Oh. Well, can I have one? No, you can't, because you have awful taste, as evidenced by your pick for best runway. Chanel, sexy, talented. She did something eye-popping. 
literally and figuratively. Oh, she popped out my eye with a fucking club. Well, stand back, honey. You're not supposed to be so close to the merchandise. Hey, I get put where the producers put me, and all I could see from that angle was how terrible Chanel looked. She could have done so much better. Her makeup um, was stunning. And her runway performance. Isn't that what the... this is about? It's just honestly, who puts bright blue crap in their hair? That would have been something for our girl group the other week. Not something for this week. It was unclassy, unattractive. Uh, it's classless. You classless mole. Good on ya. I think diamonds are attractive and classy, and I also think the black and white theme, the cute little diamantes on her hair, and a cute little strut was perfect. Okay, you want to talk about blue crap? What the fuck was that blue nonsense crap on BB's leg? It looked like a smurf masturbated against it. I think somebody master debated blue crap all over Chanel's hair. I think you're master debating all through this argument. Yeah, I am. And that's why I'm winning. Well, (laughs) I'm not sure about winning in that outfit and with that boring walk down the runway. At least last week or the week before, she gave us a bit of excitement. What was it this week? A snooze fest. It was vanilla. Literally, vanilla ice cream melted all I think over it was her. A bit more than vanilla ice cream. No, it was a leopard cumbar. Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> she held herself with poise, even. Well, she's old enough to be cumbar. wearing poise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need to get myself some of them for this recording. Do we have to pay poise or are they paying us? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was a good one, actually. Okay, fighters, it's time for some points. Mimi, in that round, you picked up three points and had some really great arguments, but you were just pipped at the post. Hell yes. (laughs) So, Rose, you picked up four points. Okay, as we head into the final round with the scores now, Mimi on 10 and Rose on 11. Mimi, you'll need at least two points more than Rose to take the win. So now I'll let you both sharpen your nails while you take a short break to hear from our sponsors and supporters. Welcome back. You're listening to Drag Race Debates, a kiki with a kick on the Bloop Network. I'm your host slash judge for today, Yolanda Nina Pickle. And currently the scores are Rose Color Glasses on 11 versus Mimi Kaka on 10 with one final round to go. That's really disappointing to hear. I don't even want to participate in this anymore. If she's going to win, I don't even want to be a part of it anymore because I feel like it's just rigged now. <laughs> are you ready, fighters? Shut the pew, fuck up. Pew, Excellent. The category this time is who should have gone home. Mimi, you get to give your opening statement first. Chanel. Chanel, Chanel, Chanel. I'm sorry, but you're waning on me now. I can't handle any more of your egotism. For a third time, why are you friends with me then? (laughs) Yeah. The competition doesn't need you, and you don't need the competition. Rose, let's have your statement. Now, I will admit that I had very high hopes for this queen, and I have been in her corner for three out of four episodes, but today, I just couldn't do it with Jade. She has so much potential, so much to offer. Girlfriend is a dancer, for crying out loud. Then where is her rhythm? Where is her sass? Mimi, it's time to shake your rebuttal. 
Jade totally has it going on. Like, mind you, she was probably put in a little bit of an awkward situation, but she's got it. She does have potential. She's got a lot to offer, and she can dance. I don't know what you were looking at, but she was dancing. Rose, now it's time to rebut. Oh, well, in that case, then Rue probably should have asked you before he made the elimination then. Shit, didn't know it was all about your feelings. (laughs) <laughs> okay, fighters, it's the final round. Make it quick and dirty. Right here, my dear. Fuck you, Rose. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, 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 Well, out of the bottom two, do you really think that Jade looked worse than Rebecca? Rebecca tried. Did she? Jade covered up. Rebecca Yeah, Rebecca she tried something try. new with her makeup. She copied her face makeup off Kiss. Why not? And she freaking stole her dress from the prison. Why not? Isn't that what drag is, the intersection between rock and roll and prison? Mm, Well, maybe that's all well and good for the Kardashians, but we're on RuPaul's right now. Yeah, and so what we want is sexiness. We want... We want performance, we want comedy, we want strange, interesting characters. You're getting that from Chanel. Jade had the opportunity. She's had opportunity after opportunity. She has not been somebody that has been shunned like Rebecca. She is not somebody that faltered majorly or gave up like Tammy. She's someone that had the potential there. Even in her her Mac video, that should have been something exciting. But it was flat. It was flat. It was as dull as her outfit. I don't think that's really accurate. I think that she looked quite gorgeous the whole way through. And this is something right from the beginning. Jade looked like a natural beauty. She looked gorgeous. And while a completely black outfit may have not represented that full outrageous voice look that we're looking for on the runway, I think she did a really, really nice job. Chanel doesn't need to be here. It's just like Diana Ross didn't need the Supremes. Chanel does not need this competition. She doesn't need to be here. She's not going to gain anything from it. Quite clearly, her attitude represents that. And RuPaul isn't going to gain anything from having somebody like Chanel as a contestant anymore. I reckon we should just drop her by the side. She does not need to be here. At least she's something interesting to watch. What you... What you talking about the snazzy attitude? What are we watching with Jade? Paint dry. I'm talking about the confidence, the cockiness, the taking herself far too seriously. She is an interesting character study, and that's what we want from reality TV. What are we getting from Jade? You want somebody that's too good to be there to provide us with entertainment? I would rather somebody who comes out full force and shows us their flaws by not being all what they claim to be, than somebody who comes out claiming to be something but doesn't show us anything but at all. But she gets cranky every single time people point out her flaws. Who, Chanel's flaws? Yeah, every single time somebody points out her flaws, she will just be completely dismissive. She does not care. The judges have said it to her multiple times. You need to listen to feedback. You need to listen to I, the criticism, but she just I don't, don't care. Because she is too good for this competition. I don't know if it's... And I agree with that, and that's why I think she should be sent Well, you agree with that because you thought of that. But (laughs) it's not... I don't think it's necessarily that she... I don't even remember what you said. 
head. I don't think it's that she necessarily ignores the criticisms that come from other people. I just think she's so incredibly used to being successful and being so incredibly fierce and being told that she is fierce, that being in this environment where, where now she is forced to she be vulnerable, to be, yeah, she can make it on her own. whether she likes it or not, it is a shock to her confidence. It is a shock to her system. And I think to still go out there in those heels and juggle down the runway when your confidence is left, right, and center at the same time. That's amazing. That deserves to say, I want to I I watch more right of that. that you're misunderstanding Chanel rather than Rebecca <laughs> Glascock. Glascock. I reckon <laughs> Glascock. Glass. Rebecca Glascock. <laughs> right now, you're misunderstanding Chanel just like earlier on you misunderstood Rebecca Glasscock. I reject your accusation. I am saying that she is somebody that we want to understand, that we want to get to know, that is a human character that is interesting. I don't I don't I don't think she is. She does not come across as human to me at all. I swear there's like a little robot stuck inside her telling her how to behave. I don't think she has any emotion for this competition. I don't think she actually really has any perspective to offer this show. I honestly think she is in a different level to this show. I don't think she can offer this show anything and I don't think this show has anything to offer her. I think she can make it on her own and do perfectly well without RuPaul. But aren't they looking for a superstar? Yeah. Are they not looking for a superstar? Which of the rest of them has stood up as a diva and said, I am here. Look at me. Check out my cheeks. You don't want a diva. You want someone that can follow instruction and be part of the network. You want people that are... A star. I'm going to say this in the most horrible way, but you want people that are compliant and can do what they're told. She will never be able to do what she is told. Oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah. I am arguing the right side. I was like, shit, should I be arguing against Jade or against Chanel? <laughs> Chanel will not be told. She will not be told. She is not appropriate for what she is required to do, both the competition and down the track. She will always want to do her own thing. She will always tell everybody else off and she will always tell everybody else that she is better than everyone else. And so she should because she is that is why the crown will be hers. I guarantee it now. I bet you five glass cocks that she wins. She will shatter the competition. If Chanel, <laughs> if Chanel wins, I'm sending her marshmallows as a protest. Oh, yum. Yeah. See, that's how delicious she is. She is hot, yeah. right? So you, you send her marshmallows, she's going to give you s'mores. She's hot because she's the devil, not because she's... <laughs> she's the devil in a blue dress. And what do we do with evil? We take it out and we eliminate it. <laughs> that was a tough one. That was a tough one. I have to say this last um, one was actually really good as well. It was quite long, but I didn't notice it was long because it was actually really well paced and it was really well fought. But let's find out who's taken the win. I have to give the round... To Mimi. Oh my God. Ha, I she slayed her arguments like she was slaying the devil himself. Mimi, you picked up four points to Rose's two points, which means you take the win on 14 points. And Rose, you finished up on 13. Fuck this bullshit. I'm going <laughs> home. 
<laughs> Where's my keys? Mama. Someone give me my fucking keys. You need some rat poisoning, you dynamite. Dude, you still you still can't as a, you still can't win. That's it, folks. Those points will be added to a running tally, which will culminate in a final series at the end of the season. Congratulations to Mimi Kaka, and too bad, so sad to Rose Color Glasses. Better luck next time, Someone perhaps. Give me my fucking keys. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on the Twitters at Drag Race Debates, one word, and support us on Patreon with Blooming Theatricals. See the links below. And do our fighters have anything to plug or say before we go? I'd write in and complain, this is bullshit. I was robbed. (laughs) Be good to your parents. Well, Or at least one of them. (laughs) At least one of them. Yeah, the one you like. Your favourite one. The one you like. See, roses really smell like. <laughs> That's all from us at the Blooming League of Original Podcasts. Don't forget to check out the rest of our shows. We hope you had fun, and remember, it's not all serious. It's just master debating. We'll let Amali Golden take us out. Be sure to check out her music on iTunes, Spotify, and more. I've been Yolanda Nina Pickle. See you next time. Rigged. Good night. I was robbed. Drag Race Debates is not affiliated in any way with VH1, World of Wonder, or RuPaul's Drag Race. All opinions are just for the sake of it and not to be taken seriously. From the freaking foot to the toe, from the head to the toe, that's how it goes. From the from the top of the head to the bottom of... Oh my god, I can't even words right now. Okay. Obviously we'll get... <laughs>